This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, what up, Dog Pound? This is Gage from Houston, Texas. Let's get it. Welcome to the Dogs Podcast with your hosts, Blake Reniker, Zach Kopp, Justin Charles, and Josh All. Hey, welcome back to another episode of the Dogs Podcast. If you'd like to get your intro on the show, head to thedogspodcast.com, tap leave voicemail on the drop-down menu. That was an intro from Gage Tucker. He's a member on our Patreon page. Gage is actually going to be joining us on the After Hours episode today, so we decided to go back and play his uh, old intro. Uh, Kind of a busy weekend in sports. Obviously, the divisional round, super exciting games, plus um, some sports news dropping today that we're going to get to uh, before we get into everything that happened in the NFL in the past week, though. Remember to check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. If you're watching on YouTube, hopefully you are, uh, please like and subscribe. Make sure you tap the notification bell so you never miss a new episode. You can also find us on YouTube, or uh, not YouTube, duh, Apple, <laughs> Spotify, Google, anything you watch your po- or listen to your podcasts on if you prefer to just listen instead of watch. Lastly, if you're looking for more content, head to jointhedogs.com, become an official Dog Pack member on our Patreon page. As I said, Gage is going to be on there with us today. It's kind of a new thing we're starting with Patreon members. So, if, you know, you kind of wanted to get on the show, tell us your thoughts on something, um, you know, be on the show, join the Patreon. We're going to start having somebody on every week. So this week's Gage, we'll probably have Kenny Mack from Canada. I know Andrew wants to jump in. We got people all over the country. It doesn't have to be football topics either. As you can see, Zach's not here. So we brought Darth Vader. Uh, yeah, I, and Blake wouldn't even scoot over a little bit for the poor guy. If he wants me to move, he can move me. <laughs> With the force. Yeah. Well, awesome. uh, so last week on the Patreon, we you know we talked some sports, and then we talked uh, some movies. Um, we're pretty much open to everything in the Patreon. It's whatever you guys want to talk about. Uh, so if that interests you, jointhedogs.com. Become an official Dog Pack member. It's a ton of fun. Um, okay, so we'll just go ahead and dive right into today's topics. First thing, uh, kind of breaking news across the NFL today, Sean Payton leaving the Saints. And I know when it broke this morning, there was speculation like he's just going to jump straight to Dallas. That people were saying like they should just fire Mike McCarthy and hire Sean, <laughs> Sean Payton right now. Um, now, my internet was out all day, so I didn't get to look up a lot of stuff or watch any TV really. Um, but coming out of his press conference, the little stuff I did here, I'm pretty sure he's going to at least take one season off. And then even if he comes back, the Saints hold his rights for, I think, three more years. So if he wants to go anywhere else, that new team's going to have to pay for Sean Payton. Right. I don't, I don't think that, um, I don't see him going to like another team. Um, and I'm not going to like really, I, I didn't see really a reason other than he just wanted to step away. I know there's 
talk about, hey, this team's in big trouble salary cap wise. Uh, like, yeah. I don't want to do this. I don't want to rebuild. Um, I don't want to go find a future quarterback, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, good for him. Got a Super Bowl. He was fun to watch, you I, know, for a lot of years, him and Drew Brees, you know, when he when he got into New Orleans. So good for him. I think he's going to be back. Uh, I don't know how long he'll be out, but I think a huge reason he's stepping away is, like you said, they're, they're going to be... The fact they won nine games this year, I think it was pretty impressive. Was should put them in like coach of the year conversation <laughs> yeah. because they were <laughs> they have nothing on offense, nothing. They started four different quarterbacks this mm-hmm. year. Um, a guy, I mean, this at one point they started a guy I never even heard of that rookie, and man, he just oh, Ian Book, yeah, and uh, uh, Notre Dame kid. He got worked. I felt so bad for that kid. Um, so I think I think he just doesn't want to rebuild, and he knows now. I could see him taking two years off, let some other guy come in and coach, uh, do the rebuild, not win many games, get fired when the pieces are in place and then Sean Payton comes back. Or I could look for him to take a year off and then when there's a job opening next year that's kind of looks good, he'll go interview for it and then that team will just pay the Saints if they want him bad enough. And they're going to – if there's an opening and Sean Payton wants to go there, that team's going to want him. He's going to be the highest in-demand coach. He'll be a name we hear for every opening now until he comes uh, back. Yeah, I was going to say, for sure. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure the report I saw originally said planning to take a you know step away for a year, mm-hmm. then come back. I mean, I was just looking it up because I, I couldn't remember. He's been the coach of the Saints since 2006. Yeah, they fired. Uh, with I one saw year his, off. Uh, yeah. yeah, that's right, with one year off. Yeah. That wasn't his choice. <laughs> that wasn't his choice. Um, I do you think he comes back to the Saints, or do you think he's looking for a new scene? I think it's a, it's time for new scenery. I think yeah, I think it's a new scenery, and I wouldn't be surprised if he took multiple years off. You know what I mean? Maybe maybe completely get out of that contract. You know what I mean? Regroup, maybe do a little Urban Meyer, call it the Urban <laughs> Meyer step away, come back when you know a situation is right for you. Uh, hopefully it doesn't involve grinding on a girl in a club or anything like that. So, but yeah, good for him. Great, great career. He could walk away right now and he had a great career and he's, I mean, so he made football for me in the last few years. He's, he's a great he's coach. 58 yeah. years old. Um, which is by, by no means is that old for an NFL football coach, I but know. I think by kind of the way the league's moving it, it sort of is cause they're kind of moving toward these like mid thirties, young, you know, early forties yeah. head coaches. But I mean, 58 still, not old. You got well, stuff. He, to, yeah, you got a, stuff to do. He's an offensive-minded coach, mm-hmm. so I feel these sixty-five-year-old defensive coaches are kind of the dying breed. If you can X and O and scheme on offense, there's always going to be a demand for you. Look at all the teams left; mm-hmm. all their coaches are offensive coaches. And a lot of the problem, I think, the younger coaches seem to to have, at least when they first get somewhere, tends to be like respect from some of the older players on the team that are maybe even older than that coach or pretty close. Mm-hmm. Um, Sean Payton's obviously never had that problem. Right. So I, th- I think he'll be okay whenever he does decide to come back. And you're right. He's going to have the pick of the litter. I mean, mm-hmm. whatever team he wants, whatever, whatever young quarterback, maybe he wants to get in with, you know, it could be what about like a Justin Herbert uh, situation where they fired their head coach last year. You know, if he been in that situation, yeah, Trevor Lawrence, that's a good, good example. Yeah. You know, what kind of slides in there and takes over. What if, like, so everybody talked about Staley as being some offensive or just some football genius. And then we saw his full genius display against the Raiders and it cost him a playoff berth. <laughs> that, I mean, you could make the argument the Chargers were slightly underachieving this year based on 
their roster, their quarterback, and how everybody thought they had this new great coach. What if he sucks again? <laughs> or not mm-hmm. sucks, but does boneheaded things again. And they're like, well, I'm tired of watching this guy for it, go for it on fourth and three from our 15. Let's just get rid of this guy. Now you put Sean Payton with the Chargers. I mean, it's not that crazy. Look at look it's at New not. York. I mean, literally Aaron Rodgers made fun of Joe Judge and like five hours later, he wasn't the coach anymore. <laughs> and I'm not saying that that's the reason, but I'm saying if you were in the market for Aaron Rodgers, you probably don't do a QB sneak on third and nine. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. Especially when guys are calling you out. So I no, I do think that's kind of important. And I'm not saying uh, his name's Staley, right? Yeah. I'm not mm-hmm. saying he's on the hot seat, but I'm saying I didn't buy into the hype. And then I think on national TV, everybody saw like he's too analytical. At some point you have to just kind of be like, hey, I'm not going to do that, even though the computer might tell me to. And I don't know. I could see him if they go – nine and seven or whatever, 10 and seven and don't make the playoffs again. Like he's going to be on the hot seat. Yeah. I think analytics, it's a good um, compliment to your coaching style, but you still need to be able to like feel out a football game and, and situations and correct, you know, kind of make your evaluation as a human right. <laughs> rather than a computer. Correct. Well, so we wish Sean Payton the best of luck. Um, moving on to some Browns related news. Good news. Greg Newsom. JOK and Felton voted to the Pro Football Writers of America all rookie team. A little surprised about Felton because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. uh, I don't yeah. know. Um, Newsom and JOK, I feel like they're shoe ins. Nah. I kind of tossed this out to you guys. I said, I'm, I wasn't able to like actually see the list. So my thing is, I'm like, it's got to be as far as like punt returns or kickoff returns because I don't. You only I had, don't. What was his touches? He had Eighteen offensive touches. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just, which is kind of crazy. I'll, <laughs> I'll look it up real quick if you guys. Yeah, want I'm kind of. I'm yeah. Guys. I'm kind of cruising it. Also, um, oh, uh, he made his way on as a punt return specialist. Found it. Yeah. Oh, so, well, there you go. There you go. I, it had to be. It right, had to be because right. he didn't do anything. I mean, I think he had two touchdowns on the year. One screen, was that last game. Screen, against, yeah, uh, a couple screen passes. You know. he, he, yeah, he was not involved. No, offensively. Now the other two. Very okay with those two on the list. Yeah, they, very okay with those two on the they list. They had a they had an easy path onto that list. Yeah, especially yeah. JOK. Well, you know what, both of them though, really. I mean, for a first first year cornerback in the NFL, Greg Newsom played very well. Yes, yeah. I completely. He played awesome. Well, there's a chance. I mean, if he continues to ascend, he we could have two Pro Bowl cornerbacks next year. Yeah, yeah. If he, I don't think it's that crazy. Ascend and stay healthy. <laughs> yep. Definitely. It's well and Denzel Ward too. If those guys are on the field, man, jeez, who are you yeah. gonna throw at? And the the defense ahead, next year. That's what I just was thinking, man, the development. If you see guys like Delpit, J O K continue to just yeah. progress, even if it's small progress, you know who I really want to see do well is Phillips. Yeah. If they can get J O K and Phillips on the field at the same time and those speed. guys a lot of speed. I'd be okay with Anthony Walker standing in the middle, just doing his thing. Cause you had those guys just ball hawking everybody. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm. It's exciting. Uh, so then we move on to some, I think kind of funny, juicy news. Oh, uh, Antonio Brown trying to weasel his way into the Ravens. Uh, he's been posting <laughs> stuff on, he posted a picture of himself today. I think on Instagram, correct. Yeah. Uh, in a Ravens uniform. And, Twitter. Yeah. and he said he wants to play uh, with Lamar. If I'm Lamar, I am staying as far away as possible from this guy. This guy's a lunatic. He, yeah. He's a complete lunatic. Um, 
and I might not like the Ravens. I hate them, but I still respect them as an organization as far as being smart. smart. There's no way they sign them. There's no way. You want to go for this? No, go ahead, man. Okay, so Thank here's you. my thing. They had a lot of injuries this past year, right, at wide receiver. But when they're healthy, Marquise Brown is pretty talented. Yeah. Rashad Bateman, I think, has a very high ceiling. And even Sammy Watkins, like, there's there's some talent there. I just feel like it's super risky. I feel like the guy's just kind of like, he's just walking around with gasoline and like a match and just like, hey, at what point do I want to just burn all this down? Well, I mean, Brady let the guy live with him and vouch for him. And then he, and he called out Tom Brady and yeah. like was putting Tom Brady down. I mean, come on. <laughs> the guy the guy is a lunatic piece of crap. There's no, and yet he's related to, to Marquise Brown, right? Their uncle, their nephew, cousins. cousins or, okay. So if you're the Ravens, do you want, I mean, do you want that dynamic? You got Marquise Brown. Do you want Antonio Brown, like, influencing on him? And then next thing you know, you're missing two receivers? <laughs> I just, <laughs> you know, like, 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 don't get me wrong. Like, if you're just getting, because he was a nice piece for Tampa Bay. Oh, like, yeah. When they he was on the him, field. They missed him bad. Oh, badly. When, he's on, when he was on the field for them, don't get me wrong. He was solid. But I just feel like it's just it's too much risk. Mm -hmm. It's just too, and chemistry of your locker room. They've got a good thing going on in Baltimore. Like don't, I hate to say stuff like that. Well, but one more thing to remember too, about Antonio Brown next year, he's going to be 34 years old. Now he showed this year that he still has juice. He can still flash, but I mean, these receivers, we, I mean, Julio Jones this year was like 32 or three and Mm -hmm. you saw the drop off. So I don't think there's any drop. I mean, Antonio Brown isn't what he was with the Steelers, but he's still there. He's still close. Good. Yeah. He's, I don't think, but I, what I'm saying is the talent drop off is not even a little bit worth the headache and the risk that you bring into your organization. I think even if he was still as good as he was in Pittsburgh, it's not worth it. He's like a, an organization franchise killer. I think for some teams now the, the talent in Pittsburgh was immense. And I think for some, some teams would take that risk. But credit to I, Tomlin for just completely like navigating him and Le'Veon he should Bell. Be, and yeah. Oh, like, yeah, it's, yeah. It's really inc- I, another another I say all the time. I hate the guy, but man, what a coach Tomlin should is first ballot Hall of Famer just because he managed to keep Antonio Brown on his team for nine years. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, that's and, and along, you could and, see the wheels coming off, but he kept everything pretty pretty tight and the thing is antonio brown wasn't even the only like headache on the team Le'Veon bell big bennett early in his career was no saint no (laughs) well he was a sinner technically (laughs) tomlin didn't even let the wheels fall off in in pittsburgh he knew that they were coming off and he was like all right now's the time hey i'm gonna get a third and a fifth right is that what the deal is then this guy's gonna freeze his feet off (laughs) (laughs) then go to oakland he freeze his feet off remember he did the cryotherapy and burned his feet bro that's right. He's like Michael and Scott. He, the and you, know, I, we, you know what's crazy is I forgot about it too. Is what there was all that, and he wasn't at training camp. But then he finally got to training camp, and he was like, "If you guys aren't going to let me use this helmet, I'm not doing this. Yeah, I'm right. out. I'm done. This is where I draw the line. Yeah. This helmet. Yep. I'm calling out the GM. Like it's, uh, and I feel like there's that pattern. Like you see flashes of, hey, I can let me just kind of check myself in. But then I feel like it's just like I think his personality is just too. Yeah. yeah. So saying all that, go sign him, Ravens, please, <laughs> please, because you he'll he'll be good for you guys yeah. for a couple. Of games. I wouldn't want to play him twice a year, but I also you wouldn't have to. By the yeah, time we he played wouldn't. him a second time, he'd be gone. Yeah. Jeez. Think about it. Tom Brady actually got him the ball pretty regularly 
What's he going to do? He he says he wants to play with Lamar. Lamar isn't Tom Brady as far as. I mean, a fi- <laughs> 15 completions in a game is good for Lamar. Yeah. You know, and, and most of those are going to Mark Andrews. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, so go ahead, go to the Ravens, please. I beg you. Um, <laughs> so before we move on to these divisional round games, maybe the most exciting fo- uh, weekend of football, I want to remind you guys, we have the mad dog awards live right now, mm-hmm. uh, for you guys to vote on. Um, we've gotten some votes already. So thank you to everybody who's voted, um, head to the dogs slash awards to cast your votes in categories like Offensive player of the year, defensive player of the year. I forget their official names. I don't have it pulled up. <laughs> uh, no, I don't, I don't know them all off the top of my head. Um, yeah. But there are a lot of cool categories. There's like unsung hero, uh, offensive rookie of the year, defensive rookie of the year, um, best performance of the year. A lot of cool categories on there. Uh, you have until the night of the Pro Bowl to vote. And then the weekend between the uh, or the Pro Bowl and the uh, Super Bowl, we're going to do the award show. We're going to give out the awards. So make sure you head to the dogspodcast.com slash awards to get your votes in. Yep. And before we move on, there are four teams that remain in the NFL playoffs. And that means only four teams left for you to bet on at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Counting down to Super Bowl 56, new customers can get 56 to 1 odds on any team. Bet just $5 and get 280 in free bets if your team wins. If you're not a new customer, you can experience the conference championships with same game parlays. Combine multiple bets from the same game for a bigger payout. The more legs you add, the more money you can win. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. And best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. And if you're not uh, able to use Sportsbook in your state yet, you can still use DraftKings Daily Fantasy. I've been doing it this whole playoff run. Didn't win any money last week, but it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> I, uh, I went with the uh, Matthew Stafford instead of Josh Allen, which he was cheaper. Yeah. Whatever. Anyway, either way, DraftKings, ton of fun. Get out there, download both these apps and give them a try. Download DraftKings Sportsbook, use promo code TPPN, get 56 to 1 odds on any NFL team. Well, any of the four remaining, bet just $5 and win 280 in free bets if your team wins. Not the Bengals, right? That's promo code TPPN for 56 to 1 odds at DraftKings Sportsbook, official sports betting partner of the NFL. You must be 21 years or older, New Jersey, Indiana, Pennsylvania only, new customers only. Minimum $5 deposit, $1 wager required, one per customer restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. And if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right. So that brings us into the divisional round. Maybe the most exciting week the NFL has ever given us. Um, it was four crazy, crazy games. And what's really nuts is in three of these four games, I feel like one of the teams kind of gave it away. Okay. And in one of the games, they tried to give it away. Okay. You know what I mean? So Bengals-Titans, you were adamant the Bengals were going to win. Yes, and I thought they were going to actually in the Titans, in my opinion, they gave it away. Yeah. That pick, they were so driving bad. for a field goal. Yep. Mm-hmm. I don't know what they were doing. I know. I don't know why. And especially because Tannehill wasn't playing well, just keeps running it's it really with Derrick Henry. Yep. Where were they? Foreman was running the ball. He was well. doing well. I thought Derrick Henry, I thought that they did. They played him pretty nicely. Yeah. You he, know, I thought since he bottled him up pretty good. I mean, but. Yeah. For what he can do. Yeah. Certainly they did. Yeah. But yeah, that was. I, I think we kind of didn't we both say last week, Justin, that we thought it was going to be a little bit of a higher scoring. Game. I thought. I so I, I thought that Cincinnati was going to put it on them, bro. I thought yeah, that they were going to put. I knew it, that wasn't. Happening. Yeah, I thought they were going to be at least like 
I can't remember exactly like what score I predicted, but I thought it was going to be like a, you know, 35, 21 kind of deal. Something mm-hmm. like along those lines. It was not that. No, it was no, not that was at not, all. But, but still, I mean, man, fun game to watch though. It was. What about the kicker, bro? Like how, how cool, how cool of a customer are you where you're just like, Hey Joe, we're going to the AFC championship, brother. Let's go. You know, like, and then just go out there and kick it. I want that. I know. <laughs> I want all those things on Cincinnati. Like those guys uh, look like they're having a good time. They're super cocky. They're super talented. Yeah, I was definitely kicker jealous this weekend. Oh, yeah. Like just three man. times over. Yeah. So he threw that interception. Uh, Return of the Cincinnati forty-seven for no gain. Why were they? Why? Why not? Were they not just trying to run into field goal position? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Why risk? They gave that game away. Yep. Oh, yeah. They, g- they gave that game away. So, and I was mad because I was going to come in here and be like, I told you the Titans were winning. Yeah. And then, <laughs> and then, you and then they gave you it away. You still technically were, you said it was close, so that's uh, fair. And then Joe Burrow, guys. Yeah. Like, we're going to get into, like, truth. some stuff. But he got sacked nine times. Yeah. He didn't throw for any yes. touchdowns. But he still threw for 348 yards and in the crunch time. He's getting killed, and he's still stepping up and making huge throws to get them into position to yep. to make the. I don't. We've seen what if what happens if Baker's getting sacked. Nine I was times. just going to say it. Yep, it's it's happy feet. It's backpedal, backpedal, run, 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 and you it's know, three sack picks, one hundred twenty yards, forty eight percent completion, probably a fumble. Yeah, I mean, this guy, he's getting murdered. Yeah, it w- there's a couple of times I thought... The knee's done? Yeah. I'm that like, one where he, he got twisted up, up, I didn't think he... I thought that was it, and I was like, man, that's tough. That's, uh, that's a tough break. Yeah, like, I was like, man, two years in a row. I will say this, and I hate saying this. I'm really happy for Cincinnati fans. Oh, shut up. Not I'm me. like, I'm lightweight. I watched a video where a dude was crying, and I completely gave me 2016 vibes uh, all care. day. Screw the Bengals. Oh, oh, man. I literally, I'm happy for them because they sucked for a long time. You know who I would have been happy for? The Bills. I don't <laughs> yeah, care yeah. about the Bengals at all. Uh, I hope the Chiefs beat them by 50. They might. Yeah, my, might. my wife even said, like, don't you want Cincinnati to win? I mean, it's an Ohio team. I said, barely. No, I know. They're barely uh, in Ohio. No, <laughs> I don't want them. I don't want them to win at all, ever. I would like it if they went 0-16 every year. Uh, they might, brother. Yeah. So then that takes us into another game that, quite honestly, was given away. Um, yes, this one was bad. Green Bay and San Fran. Oh, my God. First, so first yeah. of all, Green Bay, if you haven't watched much Green Bay football this year, their special teams have been trash. Yeah. All, every game I watched at Green Bay this year, their special teams – messed something up and then this time it cost them a chance at the nfc championship game on top of that i i think aaron Rodgers is great but at what point a little bit of a choker oh <laughs> i'm not the only one saying this it, it just it seems like especially these last what this is the third year with um uh floor and it seems like every year this is what happens except this year came a game early he it just can't Get it done. And he played like crap. Yeah. He that's the thing. Like so the special teams, I get it. You know, they gave up the block punt for a touchdown and all that. And that was, was the end. That was a difference maker in the game on the scoreboard. Mm-hmm. But what, what was, what were the Packers offense doing the rest of the game? I mean, their defense held them to three point or 10 points. Yeah. Um, I think it was, you can't, uh, be, I'm sorry, Aaron Rodgers in the Packers. Yes. You can't beat the 49ers 
at, at home. 10 points at home. They're yeah. a yeah. warm weather team. You're playing in frozen Lambo. It's snowing. And I'm you sorry, have every advantage. Anybody, and I, I hate all the comments we get that say, like, Browns need to look at Jimmy G. Why? <laughs> I don't think he's very good. I mean, the 49ers replaced him before this season even started anyway. At least mentally, they replaced him. So, Correct. what are we oozing over this guy for? I, I'm not oozing. I don't think he's... I'm sorry, I didn't mean we. Nah, uh, but I, I don't think Cleveland he's fans, good. don't ooze. I don't think he's that good. I do think he's slightly better than what we have. Okay, but what you've been saying all along, <laughs> we don't want slightly better. No. We're no. trying to Joe Burrow this thing. Correct. And, and compete. Correct. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I think it was um, Marcus Spears on ESPN said that the Packers should just move on from Rodgers. Just tell him to get, get lost. Yeah. <laughs> They're I don't like, think you can. So I wouldn't do it because even though yeah, again no, his I, playoff record and the goal was to win the Super Bowl, and I've screamed I know, right, that right, a million right, right, times right. on this show. Uh-huh. But um, his point was, I've never seen so much headache and fuss for so little for for nothing. Now I mean, they, he hasn't I mean, been. They got a, one ring, bro. Yeah, a long time ago. A long time. We ago. We would die for one, bro. Yeah, but that's that's not the right mentality. The goal is to win it every year, so you can't just keep saying, "Well, he won one twelve years ago." So I'll tell you what: if he leaves, there's going to be thirty-one other teams lining up to get oh, that one and ring. I'm bro. hoping we're that team. There is, and, and but, they will line up. And <laughs> but but I understand is, his. Full, he's saying the headache. It's different if he's putting you in the Super Bowl every other year right. and he's won three or four of them. He hasn't even been to one in how long? And he's a headache every year. At what point is it just like, hey, this isn't worth it? And Jimmy Garoppolo got to an NFC championship. We'll just go get another quarterback well, and this far. Don't forget, it's exactly what I just said about the 49ers. I mean, the Packers already replaced Aaron Rodgers mentally last year. They already got that backup plan in place ready to roll. You know, the... Yeah. The continuation is is in place, so I don't think I don't think Jordan that's love. the plan, though. <laughs> well, no, I think saying, the plan that, has changed. You don't take a quarterback in the first round with a you know future right. Hall of Famer. I think they watch that prime unless, on your and, roster yeah, unless, unless you're, you're Green like, Bay. Yeah. <laughs> unless you're Green Bay already. And you're doing I think it. they watched that Chiefs game this year and they were like, Jordan Love ain't it. Oh yeah, no <laughs> doubt, no doubt, no doubt. Um, you know where he's going to end up going if he leaves? End up in Pittsburgh, bro. You know what's crazy is the Browns are actually like. Fifth highest odds to get him. Now, Pittsburgh makes sense. I hate that. But with Tomlin there, I mean, if Aaron Rodgers wants to go somewhere that's established and has a good foundation, good defense, good offensive pieces, Pittsburgh's your place. People are saying, though, he's going to go somewhere with like an offensive-minded coach. Well, and that'll be interesting to see who Denver hires. Yeah. You know, I think they were hi- or, uh, interviewing um, Eric... Um, Bianami. Yeah, Bianami. Yeah, from Kansas City. Yep. yep. That could be interesting. Mm. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. And the thing is, what does Rodgers have to complain about? Matt LaFleur has been one of the best coaches in the league since he's come in. Rodgers has played it, like revitalized his career in his offense. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Aaron Rodgers off the field this year has made me laugh a lot, but he's still a headache. If I'm a GM, like at some point it's like, hey, man, I'm not going to keep dealing with this forever if you're just going to keep losing in NFC Championship games. They might. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That just being keeping said, it real. If he was in Cleveland, said, we would be like, we're going to run this thing back one more time. Let's do it, guys. That being said, if he's, I'm going to get him, and I'll give yeah. up whatever it takes to get him. But I see what the other side is saying as mm-hmm. far as like, man – he just keeps, he hasn't gotten us over the hump in a decade, but I need a headache every year. I do think it is a good illustration of why it's so important to have multiple, like reliable receivers on your team. 
Because we saw, like, there was a couple big throws that Rodgers made in that game. One to the, I forget the tight end's name. It's like wide open down the middle of the field. He just dropped the pass. Yeah, but and it was like there were also times where there's people wide open. He throws it to Devonte Adams and double covered. Yeah, well, and and that's 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 his guy. I mean, that's yep. where he's got the most trust and everything. So I'm just imagining he's gonna he's gonna be enticed to go somewhere where you, when you have multiple. Yeah, here's the problem: is he had plenty to go to the Super Bowl the last three. You don't go, you don't win 13 games three years in a row with a bad roster. No, absolutely not. So you know what I mean? Like he he had plenty. This was the year they should be at least in the NFC Championship. I really thought this was going to be the year he was in the Super Bowl. They got a great defense. Mm -hmm. I mean, you only mustered 10 points at home. So, do you guys think he retires? At all? No, I don't think he retires. I think he'll, I definitely think he's going to go somewhere. I'll be interested. I hope it's us. <laughs> cool, man. You keep okay. hoping that. Yeah, right. I'm not holding my breath. No. I'll be I'm not, dead I didn't in say about I was six breath, minutes. But uh, you know, a boy can wish. Yeah, that's fair. Nothing <laughs> uh, wrong. It would be very. It'd yeah, be crazy. You know, maybe we get Anakin over here in on the action. He yeah. can kind of persuade him. That's not Anakin, man. That's Darth Vader. That's right. Anakin's dead. No, I was just. <laughs> Calling him by you. his uh, bio. Yeah, I feel what you're going with. That. So then that brings us uh, to the next game, Rams-Buccaneers. Great game. It didn't look like it was going to be a great no, game. No. Bucks were getting murdered. That was a turn it off at halftime. Kind and of then game. the Rams, oh, yeah. I've never seen a team try to lose so bad. Yeah. And I think, I almost think it's going to play to the Rams. Um, like it's going to help them going forward is they see what happens when they got, they got ultra conservative. So, yeah. The, the Bucks couldn't stop a nosebleed in the first half through the air. Stafford is dicing them up. Mm-hmm. And then they were like, we got this lead. They got Tom Brady. I don't want to give them the ball. We're just going to milk this yep. clock and just try to get it. You got to do what got you there. You have to keep the pressure on them. Don't let the Brady effect impact your play calling. And they did. Yep. I've never seen a team try to give it away. And then how about, I mean, that's why you go get Matthew Stafford. Mm-hmm. That's why you go get him. Yep. It's great. Yeah. I mean, that was it was very reminiscent of, and they even the announcers even said going in halftime, like, what what do you t- what do you say to the team? And they're like, if I'm Tom Brady, I say, hey, I won a Super Bowl like this before. Let's right. go. And I and my and then they came out and it was like, Tom Brady's going to do this again. Oh, dude, oh, dude they scored that first one and they got into what was it like? They're down. I mean, it was like two scores. Yeah, it was like fourteen like or something. I was like. Here they come. Here, uh-huh. here and, they, and then that they Mike Evans one, one I was like, oh, crap. Yeah, the one here play we go. was like, oh, no. The Mike Evans, uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. That was impressive. But he burnt Ramsey. Yeah. yeah see Ramsey at the end, he's just like, what am I supposed to do here? I mean, Tom Brady <laughs> dropped a freaking dime. dimer. Yeah, yep. But, yeah, I mean, it sucks, too, because they crawled all the way back, and then for it to just be like, oh. I, I, I watched that, and I watched Stafford first hit cup on the one crossing mm-hmm. route, and then I watched him hit the bomb, and I just, that's why – they got rid of golf. Yeah. And that was, that's just, why they, that's why they brought staff. And I felt like it was like Stafford's moment too. like, mm-hmm. see, I told you I wasn't the problem. Yeah. I told you it was Detroit. I mean, I just, what, what blew my mind is how do you let Cooper cup get behind you? But as, as I was saying that I'm also yeah. sitting there, I'm like, well, I mean, he is the best wide receiver in the league this year yeah, for absolutely. a reason. Yeah. So, I mean, he he's, he can he's do been that. Doing that. Yeah, yeah. The, the Bucks said they called an all-out blitz, and not everybody on the defense heard it. So there there was confusion in the secondary. Well, that's not good. That's well, first of all, why are you calling an all-out blitz in that situation? Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. You just you know if you if you can stop them once, they're probably just going to run it out. Yep. Yeah, and then you got <laughs> overtime, but. Whew. 
Uh, yeah, I mean, that was, that was a throw. That was almost like a career defining throw by Stafford. Good for Stafford. And then that brought us to, uh, Sunday night, Buffalo, Kansas city. And to be honest, I thought it was like a moderately boring game until about four minutes to go. (laughs) Then it turned into one of the best games I ever watched in my whole life. Um, you saw a quarterback clinic from both teams. Yes. Oh my gosh. Those two, those two guys, Stupid good numbers. Oh my god! No, like, and honestly, like, there was no pressure at all on either of them. It was just like, oh hey. I feel like Patrick Mahomes, his, his scrambling was crazy. Y'all running god. around. How fast did he get going on that first one? Where he ran like, I was like, oh yeah. boy, he's he's going for it. I don't agree with you about the no pressure. I feel like at least for a while there until toward Ooh. the very very end. But Josh Allen was getting. I mean, he was getting first downs by yeah. the. Skin no, I'm of his saying he, both of those guys. At will. Oh, I see. I see what you're saying. Oh, okay, you okay. mean like no, like like I, dude, mental pressure? I, oh, dude, I think that both of those guys were like, "Hey, oh, we're I, gonna go." And Josh Allen, I, like the guy had no doubt in his mind. He yeah. was he was gonna throw touchdown passes. Oh my god! And Gabriel he Davis, man. Oh my god! And it's like who? Yeah, yeah. four touchdowns. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Fair game. Yep. He uh, that 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 game. The end of the game. I'd never seen anything like it. All the the. Uh, I think it was Patrick Mahomes had 177 yards passing after the two-minute warning. My God. <laughs> That's they more say? than was Baker not. had in a lot of games this year. There was yeah. 25 points scored in the last minute and a half or so, minute 45, something like that. That's a Tyreek Hill's crazy fast. Oh, how, that. how does that happen? <sighs> you got Tyreek Hill. Dude, That's did you awesome. see the – and then did you see the route Gabriel Davis put on that oh, yes. I'd never seen like a, a receiver make a DB fall. It looked like he crossed him up in basketball. Yeah, yeah. it's exactly yeah. what happened. He broke his ankle. <laughs> yeah. Like I was watching. I'm like, oh, I thought he was going out. Yeah. I mean, the move was, but it was so fluid. He yeah. And then all of a sudden he's just back on track. And, and Josh Allen, he just had the little pump right. And then he, he's got such a crazy arm, dude. Yeah. Just a freaking a laser. That, that, that bomb pass down the field to Davis, of yeah. course. Of course. I mean, Davis, he even had to slow up a little bit, mm-hmm. but like Allen put it out there for him and, and it was, that's how fast he was running. It's just, I mean, Gabriel <laughs> Davis had eight catches, 201 yards, four touchdowns, and they lost. <laughs> that sucks. So you know bad. what I mean? Josh Allen had uh, 329 yards and four touchdowns and he lost because yep. Mahomes almost went for 400. Yep. And three touchdowns. And they and both, Andy rushed for one. Yeah, I was going to say, and I want to say Josh Allen had like 70 yards rushing. They both had nice rush yeah. games, you know, for a quarterback. Josh Allen had 68 yards yep. on 11 carries. This is, Mahomes is the killer. He had 69 yards on only seven carries. Yeah. And the we one talk, was for what, 50? I mean, we talked, to, we talked about that when we played on week one was this dude isn't a Lamar runner. But if you don't pay attention, he'll kill you, especially on third down with his legs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he, and it was like the first quarter he kept doing it yep. to him. The first score was a third down sneak. Just yeah. Scrambled out and just, oh, okay. Um, but, I mean, you saw a clinic from those guys. And I, it, some it of these crazy. throws are just, I, I sit there and it just almost makes me want to throw up a little bit. I mean, the, the one throw, I think you guys will know what I'm talking about. Mahomes did like a sidearm throw last second. He yep. drops his arm down because the defender's coming in with his hands up. He threw it throws it right underneath the guy's elbow. Yep. For a completion, I'm like, I saw Dan Orlovsky posted a screenshot of that, and it shows the dude in, in Mahomes' face, and then it shows the receiver with like three guys around him, and he said, "This was a completion," <laughs> and I was like, "Holy Unreal. crap!" How many times have I seen 
uh, Brown screenshots this year of like four open receivers, and it said this was a sack or a pick. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. It was like the complete opposite yep. of what we're used to seeing. Um, yeah. Crazy, crazy game. I really think the Chiefs. Uh, I think that they got a real good shot doing it again this year. They kind of figure their stuff out. So I, when I was watching that game, I, I was just constantly thinking because this happened last year too, and I'm like, okay, for years we watched Brady and the Pats. Peyton and the Colts and it was yep. always oh. those two were always playing each other at some point yep. in the postseason it seemed like and I feel like we got it now it's oh, going to be Mahomes and, man. and Allen those now, guys now yeah. the only thing I will say to this is there are too many other good young quarterbacks that could play for like Burrow is a stud yep oh Herber Burrow is and Herbert for sure yep um, but these two teams are already like these they're ready they're, yeah. they're there they're going to be there every year mm -hmm. they're going to if either one of those teams want to like literally didn't make the playoffs the next couple of seasons they'll be shocked yeah. I would be shocked because not only are they built at that position, which is so important, but they're solid on both sides of the ball. I mean, yep. super solid. So then talking about that game, we'll touch on this quick. It goes to overtime. Uh, Chiefs win the toss, get the ball, and go down and score. Josh mm -hmm. Allen is having one of the greatest games in playoff history and doesn't even get to touch the ball in overtime. Do you think overtime rules need to be changed? Yes, but... I'm going to be, I'll go out on a limb here and I say, I don't want it to be like college, like where both teams get a shot. I want it to be like, you play that full 15 minutes out. Now, and then at the end of it, whoever's in head, cool, the, they the go. The problem on. with that, what people will say is they have to play a game the next week. So if you're making these teams play a whole extra quarter, yeah. that's going to increase injuries. Maybe, maybe you don't go for a, the extra point then. Maybe you go for two. I don't have a problem with... Um, Doing it like college, except doing it the old way of college. I hate this new, like, once it gets you have to force putting the it at the one. Oh, or, I don't yeah. mind that, but, okay. like, putting it at the two-yard line or something, that's stupid to me. Um, I, I do think the overtime rules need changed, not because of this, because I don't think the Bills got gypped. They just had to stop them in 13 seconds. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And they didn't squib kick it. Like if you squib kick it now, the chiefs probably only have like eight or nine seconds, mm -hmm. you know? So I feel like the bills kind of blew this at the end. That being said, I still think, um, the overtime rules need change because teams that win the overtime coin toss in the regular season are 86, 67 and 10. They win 52.8% of the time, but in the playoffs teams that win the coin toss are 10 and one. Oh, wow. Ooh. To the That's very one-sided. Playoff, playoff yep. games should not be decided by a coin toss. You know, and these are the best teams in the league. Best offenses. Defenses are gassed. I don't know. I would have liked to have seen Josh Allen get a shot. Now, I don't think it should have went to overtime. Because... Yeah. But that being said, if it's going to go to overtime, let's... The, the Chiefs weren't going to stop the Bills. You can say what, here's the thing. You can say what you want. The Chiefs didn't do anything to beat the Bills. They just had the ball last. Yeah. They absolutely. weren't going to stop the Bills. The Bills were score, uh, scoring on them at will. So the only reason they, I'm not going to say the only reason they won, but winning that game, they won the coin toss 10 and 1. Yeah. I mean, so they changed the rules, I, I, what, two years ago or something, so that if you go down and kick a field goal with the ball first, the other team still gets a chance to go down and at least tie it or win. Correct. Why? Why wouldn't they just do the same thing with the touchdown? Like if the other team goes down and scores, great. You know the the team who right. was on defense first should get a shot. Yeah, yeah. I think there's got to be 
that's a chance only, for the other team. To me, that's the only chance. It doesn't need to go to like college. And NFL overtime rules right. have always baffled me. Yes. It's always been yeah. the, the weirdest of any sport. I'm like, really? Like, that's how, how it's going to end? Yeah. We're, go- we're done? I yeah. mean, there's professional players that go, oh, crap. I didn't even realize that that's how the game was going to end. Yeah. Right? It right? doesn't need to go to like college. Just like you said, just change it from field goal to if they score a touchdown, I still get a chance to go score a touchdown. Yeah. And yeah. if you and if, if you stop them. Then it's over. Then it's over. Yeah, or, that's fine. Or like Justin said, if I'd be you okay. want to play a whole a whole extra quarter, make it a nine minute quarter, or something. You know, shorten it. That's going to just make more ties. It, well, look how many more ties we get now because they shortened it from fifteen minutes to ten minutes. Yeah, I feel like when I was growing up, ties were super rare. Now it's almost like we get one once a year. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I but I yeah I at the very least I just both hate the teams tie should thing. get a shot. I hate the tie thing, and I just I don't know. I, I needs no, to be a winner. You should not. Always. You should not yeah. be able to tie, <laughs> yeah. and a coin flip shouldn't award a team a win. Essentially, and again, it's not. They shouldn't have went to overtime. But the only difference was is the Chiefs had the ball last. Mm-hmm. If there was another thirteen seconds, the Bills would probably have went and scored because the Chiefs hadn't stopped them either. So correct. Um, but that's just my thoughts on that. Your guys' thoughts. Let us know what you guys think. Um, so then we'll take this, you know, we're getting close to the end of this show. Uh, after watching this game, the games this weekend, how to make you feel about where the Browns are? Not good. <laughs> uh, so I don't know. Like I watched, I pretty much watched most of the games. I turned off the green Bay one early cause I started watching UFC. Sorry. It's just a, a terrible passion of mine. But, um, so I watch all those games and I go, well, we're not there. Like, these, this looks easy for these guys. This looks organized. They're like penalty wise. It wasn't like mind blowing. Uh, you know what I mean? There wasn't a lot of stupid penalties and stuff like that. I just, and then the quarterback play. I hate to, I hate to do that, but man, you watch Joe Burrow, Mahomes, Allen. I know we don't have that, but man, I, I watch anything's the, possible. I watch guys. these games and one, we need a kicker, mm. obviously <laughs> in the worst way. Um, mm-hmm. Two, we do need an outside weapon. You know, Sorry. we need an outside weapon. Garrett Wilson, hopefully, something like that. Mm-hmm. But, quarter. I mean, Dustin Fox said it. <laughs> Are you guys seeing why what we have isn't good enough? And the thing is, is I'm not, not only Browns fans should be thinking that. A whole lot of teams should be thinking that. A whole lot of teams in this NFL, in the NFL, should have been watching games this weekend going, we got to upgrade. Yeah, I Good, mean, just just decent isn't going to cut it. If I mean, we if the goal is to win a Super Bowl yeah. in the AFC, yeah. If you're not in the playoffs and you're watching, we got to do better. Yeah, we have to we we have to have great. And if you don't have great, you can't just settle for good because well, we'll just at least be relevant. No, that's not that's not the goal. No, you know, and you, you mentioned um, Justin Herbert and the Chargers earlier. You know, and and that's a team that if they were a little bit better on defense this year, if they were in the playoffs, I mean, he'd be going toe to toe with these other quarterbacks too right now. And mm-hmm. I think next year in his third year, look out. I mean, he's going to be able to do performances like I'd that. I'd love too. to watch over the weekend like a Joe Burrow versus Justin, oh, yeah. Justin Herbert matchup, and yeah. then get Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes in the other one. Like, yeah, that'd <laughs> been a little bit better than Tannehill out there throwing three picks and yes, not I mean, doing much. It's just you had to watch that and know. And no hate towards the guy, but know that he's not even close to that. I mean, not even – it looks like they're playing different sports. Mm -hmm. 
Baker's best stretch of his career was 2020 last year in the last, you know, eight or 10 games. That was the best we've ever seen him play. Not even close to what we just watched. Not even close. And that's the, that's the best what he has to offer. Yeah. You know, it's just, you got it. You got to have somebody. Do you, do we really think Gabriel Davis is four touchdowns? Good. If he, no, if Josh Allen wasn't that <laughs> I mean, don't get wrong. <laughs> Somebody's got to put the ball in the right spot. Yeah. Yes. And Allen, I mean, you got to be in the right spot. You got to make the grabs. How, but I mean, how much of it too is Stefan Diggs is on the other side mm-hmm. also. And yeah, he, he's looked quiet, but everybody else around him, Dawson Knox mm-hmm. looking like a touchdown monster. Gabriel Davis, a huge game. Even Singletary, like all those guys are kind of. But look at how much like Josh Allen's elevated. Makes them better. Yeah. Like yeah. Stephon, no, Diggs was, Stephon Diggs was really good yes. with Kirk Cousins in Minnesota. He's another level with Josh Allen. Anything's possible. Yeah. Gabriel Davis had four touchdowns in the playoffs. Dawson Knox was a nobody. Mm-hmm. He looks like a pretty good tight end now. Um, you just, we can't stop it. Well, this is better than what it used to be because we're going to be scrambling forever. And if you have to take some lumps to get to find that guy, then that's what you got to do. Because it it wasn't like Allen and uh, Mahomes just all of a sudden this season were like, oh, they've they've arrived. No, they've They've been been around. (laughs) You know what I mean? So it didn't take them four, five, six years to really hit their stride and and be this awesome quarterback. Like it happened. Josh Allen's first year was kind of eh. Joe Burrow has been been three years though. Oh dude, the second year he was MVP numbers. Like he was right there. Yeah. Joe Burrow has been a starting quarterback for a full season now. One time. Yes. And he's in the AFC championship game. So don't tell me like he got sacked nine times. It was brutal. And he's in the AFC championship game there. So don't tell me like, oh, well, you just got to have this and you got to have this. You got to have the quarterback. That's what you, it's 2022. You got to have the quarterback. And yep. it, to me, I mean, it was blatantly obvious. All, I, Stafford, that's why Goff is gone. And they have Stafford to make that throw yeah. in that situation. So that that's how I felt. On top of quarterback, though, you got to get the weapon for the outside. You, yeah. you have to. Oh, yeah, for sure. Because like he said, even though Stephon Diggs didn't do much in this game, their game plan was to stop, stop Diggs, him. Yeah. And it yep. left Gabriel Davis to feast. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, but that's that's how that's the way I just left this weekend thinking, man, I'm depressed. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. Uh I was so, pretty happy about it. I was I had a good time watching football this weekend for the first time in a while. Uh so last thing we'll talk about here then before we get out of here. Um I, you know, I said Dustin Fox tweeted you know, do you guys see now, like, what we have isn't good enough? Well, Baker apparently unblocked Dustin just to like this. And then it got everybody up in a tizzy about Dustin Fox talking bad about Baker because you can't say anything critical of the guy on Twitter before it's just people are on you, mm-hmm. like white on rice. Um, so then Dustin Fox got chippy back. And people, how do you feel about, it? like, your quarterback just can't, Stay off of Twitter. Yeah. I, I know I told you before the show, I said, I don't want my, you know, superstar MVP quarterback firing back on Twitter and getting involved in Twitter, you know, bickerings, let alone my not MVP quarterback. Yeah. Tell me how many quarterbacks in this league that there's constant drama around. Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. And guess what? He's insanely good. 
so he can do it. Baker ain't Aaron Rodgers. You know, like he, he's a drama machine. It's, it's, you know, I was thinking about it earlier. It's kind of like when you're dating somebody and they have these quirks and stuff at the beginning and people are like, her laugh is so annoying. You're like, no, I love her laugh. And then you move in with her six <laughs> months later and she laughs and you just look at her and you're like, God, I hate your laugh. You gotta edit that. <laughs> you know out. what I mean? You know, you know what I'm talking about? And all the things at the beginning of the relationship, you're like, man, you know, these are the things. And then you move in six months later and you're like, God, I can't freaking stand this. This, these are the things that drive me nuts. At the beginning of Baker, it was, we love this stuff about yeah, him. His, yeah, oh, yeah. we love that he'll chip back at Dustin Fox. Now it's just like, God, will you just stop? Why do you care what <laughs> Dustin Fox tweets? You're an NFL franchise leading quarterback. Quit being so thin-skinned. People talk crap about us on YouTube. I I, I sleep soundly at night. Yep, not hey. a problem. I don't care at <laughs> Why does Baker care so much? It's little man syndrome. That's what it is. And he he can't and it follows him everywhere. It's like, bro, we get it. You have a chip on your shoulder. We get it. Can we can you play better? Yeah. With that chip? It, Please. It, it just drives me nuts. I said he's Kevin Durant with one tenth of the talent. <laughs> oh damn. Oh my God. It's I mean Oh, you weren't in here for that one, were you? No, that's not that's rough. <laughs> Am my I wrong? God. That's like the only other like superstar guy that I can think of that's like on Twitter bickering with the mm-hmm. guy who works at Dairy Queen. <laughs> you know, Burger like, what accounts. do you mean I'm not good at basketball? You work at Dairy Queen. Like, bro, you are an like, NBA player. Up, dude. Why do you care what yeah. this guy who makes blizzards thinks about you? And I do love blizzards, It's though. like, so, and the, the thing is, and you mentioned it just a second ago, like, just even getting into doing podcasting and stuff, you know, and, and I do some other podcasts and that. I mean, it, as soon as you put stuff out there, like, into the pub, the public opinion sphere or whatever there's gonna be trolls oh that's just yeah i mean and and people are brutal i mean there are just people that live to be as mean as they can possibly be to anybody they can that's fair yeah and if you can't handle it you shouldn't be out there i mean you just you flat out shouldn't be out there Mm -hmm. i got called fat guy black cheeks on youtube (laughs) (laughs) it was probably one of the best ones we've ever gotten it made me laugh it was so funny it was probably supposed to hurt my feelings but i just laughed it was totally meant it was as like a they were not talking to me bro yeah (laughs) and i'm just like maybe i'll shave my beard differently that day or something if i can shrug that off yeah exactly okay bro you're a quarterback in the nfl you're married to a, you know an attractive female yeah like you have a good life you're on tv these people are nobody why do you care yeah. but for some reason he just it is so thin-skinned and then it just creates drama every i mean he had drama at oklahoma mm-hmm. and it's been non-stop it's non-stop drama since he's come to cleveland and it, like at some points god it wears thin it's annoying yeah yep it's and that's the thing, man. It's gonna be a rocky off season because we just started. I mean, the the the, the full NFL season is not yeah, even over I yet. I mean, it's gonna be wild. Make sure you guys are staying tuned to the Dogs Podcast because <laughs> it's gonna be nuts every week. There's gonna be stuff going on. Yep. So, if you guys want more. Fat guy, black cheeks will be here for you. <laughs> Bro, I wanted so badly to be like, those cheeks are getting blacker and he's getting fatter. Don't worry. We're, we're going to be there. And I'm about to have a child, so I'm going to oh, be doing gonna even less. Oh, yeah. Bro, I'm telling you, you're going to put 20 on first couple months. Well, goal's Easy. 40, so. Okay. 
I put I put an easy twenty on. Didn't even look back. Just, I'm a dad now. Dad bod for life. You know. So snacking. If you guys want more snacking. of this this primo content, keep tuning in and uh, definitely join the after uh, the Patreon to get oh, some yeah. of the after hours because. It gets wild. This is just PG. Yeah, yeah. That's super PG-ish. So we're going to go ahead and wrap this thing up because we got Gage waiting to jump in here for the after hours. Thanks for checking out another episode. Remember, guys, to vote for the Mad Dog Awards, dog pa- dogspodcast.com slash awards. Get your votes in. The more votes, the better. The award show is super fun. Uh, I think we like dressed up and we had cool graphics and it's a ton of fun. Uh, so make sure you guys do that. Join the dogs.com. If you're interested in the uh, after hour shows on the Patreon, you also get the episodes early. Um, maybe you can video in uh, every week, that kind of stuff. It's a ton of fun. So make sure you check that out. Uh, to everybody who's already a member, we'll see you on the after hour show. And to everybody else, we'll see you guys next week. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Dogs Podcast. Make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel and follow us on Twitter at the Dogs Podcast and become an official Dog Pack member and join the dogs.com. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.